0: This is the Heartland Daily Podcast.
1: Hey, listeners, of the Heartland Daily Podcast. What we have for you here is Jim Lakely appearing on the Jeff Katz Show to discuss the Florida law protecting free speech on social media platforms. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recently signed the bill into law. Lakely and Katz will discuss the ramifications of the law and what it means for free speech protections. Check it out. This is one of those things that we talk about every couple of weeks when Professor Alan Dershowitz drops by. This is an issue that I've got to tell you crosses political lines, although there seem to be only a handful of people who would identify themselves as liberal or Democrats who are concerned about this. And that is a shame. Now, down in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis taking some steps to protect free speech on social media platforms. And I wanted to learn a little bit more about it. Uh, The Heartland Institute is the organization that really has been following this, really has been at the forefront of... uh, supporting efforts to protect people like me. Uh, Jim Lakely, as you know, is with the Heartland Institute. So happy to get Jim back on the program. Jim, I appreciate you being here.
0: It's a pleasure as always. Thanks, Jeff.
1: Oh, the pleasure is ours. So, so give us a little background here. We, we do talk on a pretty regular basis about big tech and legacy social media folks who are trying to throttle and silence uh, many of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are we and what is Florida doing now?
0: Well, oh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, to his great credit, uh, last week signed uh, a law or signed a bill into law that uh, basically prohibits social media platforms from willingly censoring or deplatforming people who live in Florida. Uh, and, and it has special protections for politicians, which, you know, you know I'm not going to complain too much about it because right. the big, the big upside, uh, upshot of that is that it allows residents of Florida to sue uh, the big tech cartel, uh, your Facebook, your Twitter, your, your YouTube, uh, and other social media giants It allows people in Florida to sue them if their vi- if their free speech rights have been violated. Um, this is the first law of its kind uh, in in the United States, and I don't think you can count on the feds doing anything, especially in its current uh, the current makeup of Congress and, and the White House right now. Yeah. But it's about darn time that somebody actually took a stand. You know, I've I've had a lot of conversations with people about this, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, and they say, "Well, you know, well, the states can't do anything. Uh, nobody can do anything. These 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 companies are just too big." It's like, well, somebody has to do something. We can't just lay down, <laughs> lay around, and uh, hope that one day the big tech cartel is just going to suddenly decide, you know what, guys, you were right. You know, we should stop censoring non-leftist speech and ideas. We should stop putting our thumb on the scale for leftist narratives. And we should uphold the American principle of free speech. That day is never going to come uh, unless (laughs) they are pushed to do so by uh, state laws like you saw in Florida uh, last week. And uh, the Harlan Institute actually uh, testified uh, down there when that was all being – when it was all percolating.
1: You know, it's fascinating to me that – we're we're in this situation and we are finding i think some some strange or odd bedfellows right i've referenced professor alan dershowitz now here's somebody who a couple of years ago if you would have referenced his name mentioned his name to a conservative you know you'd have to watch out because somebody would probably spit on the floor but yeah. here's a guy who is with me every couple of weeks jim and he's like look I want you to have the right to speak freely, whether I agree with you or not. And, and by God, I'm going to do everything I can to protect that. I mean, he is a true classic liberal in that sense, or classical liberal. Uh, are you finding any support out there for, for what you're trying to do from, I don't know, the other side of the aisle?
0: No. And uh, God bless Alan Dershowitz. Well. So that's, that's somebody I can put, uh, put on my list, and it's a list of one as far as I know. And that's because he's a class, as you mentioned, he's a classic liberal. He's actually interested in upholding the principles of the Constitution and the, and the rights that we all have protected therein. And the people that are, that are censoring conservatives online, they're not liberals. They're leftists. They are, yes. they are indoctrinated leftists. And they are interested in power and exercising power, not about free speech. And so that's why th- th- this is such an important issue. And, you know, th- this will be challenged in court. Uh, the good news is, is that uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, God bless him and keep him in good health, yes. uh, he has indicated that if this does come to them, that he might start, uh, it might be appropriate to look at these uh, big tech social media giants as a, uh, well, as a utility or a, or, a, or a common carrier like a phone company yep. or, a, or at least a company that has to make uh, a public accommodation for people to speak. Um, so, you know, this will, you'll see this, this, uh, this issue is not going away. Keep your eyes on the news.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Jim Lakely is joining us from the uh, the Heartland Institute. Uh, it is fascinating to look at the leftists who are in control. And it, look, it's not about me, but I've just seen it up close and personal. You know, some little talk show host in central Virginia, uh, I lost 20,000 Twitter followers overnight. And uh, then I started getting emails and uh, Facebook messages from folks asking me, hey, why did you cut me off of Twitter? It's like, Dude, I don't even know how to cut people off of Twitter. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, we'll get to a point, uh, we'll, we'll get it built up, and then they just disappear, and there's just no shame anymore.
0: Well, th- these things happen. They've happened to, to to myself personally. They've happened to the Heartland oh. Institute's Twitter account, and it's it happened to our Facebook accounts. And these things happen because there is absolutely, positively zero accountability, and there are no repercussions when they, when they abuse their power in this way. This Florida law is, is going to try to put a stop to that, that you have to, um, you have to uphold your end of the bargain, which was right. uh, serving as, well, in essentially a public accommodation. They have special protections in the law that says that they will not be held liable for any harmful speech or slander that you know, people use their platform to do uh, as long as they're engaging in legal speech. Uh, And and that's 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 what's going on here. People, you know, libertarian friends of mine, you know, they say, look, uh, a corporation like uh, Facebook or Twitter, they have free speech rights, too. That's pretty well established in the law. And I'll Mm -hmm. say, yes, that's true. But, you know, when YouTube is not speaking on my behalf, when I post a video, Twitter isn't speaking, isn't isn't the one speaking when I post a tweet or you post a tweet. We're the ones speaking as individuals. That's our speech. It's not their speech. And the, and the bargain they struck with government is that, you know, you will foster this free speech on your social media platform and you'll not be held liable. Well, they are breaking that agreement. They are violating it, um, and it, they've been violating it, frankly, since 2016. Something big happened in the fall of 2016, if you might remember. And they swore it would right. never happen again. And That's because right. of that, because of that very thing, the big, uh, the big tech cartel is violating this agreement. They're being called out on it by Florida. And I think you're actually going to see other laws in other states, I believe Texas, Is 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 brewing something up here as we speak? Wow!
1: All right, Jim. So, so can we go half seas on a moving van to either Florida or Texas? Because I'm seriously, I'm thinking at this point, this is how I put food on the table so that my children can eat. Uh, I know this is this is what the Heartland Institute does on a regular basis. Who do you think becomes the first to file a lawsuit? Because I'm looking at some of this Florida language, and gosh. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Donald Trump is a legal resident of Florida. It seems to me he might have a course of action here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I, I think there's already been a lawsuit filed um, on behalf of Big Tech. I, I think it was an association or somebody. I apologize to your listeners. I didn't look that That's up. Okay. But For I sure. know that the legal battle is already beginning, and they're going to they're gonna try to stop this law and call the law unconstitutional. And so at the very least, even if, uh, you know, they go court shopping and find some leftist judge to throw out this Florida law, we are going to be talking about this issue now, um, out loud and in public for quite a while. And it's a very important discussion to have because frankly, nothing is more important than being able to speak about, uh, especially about politics, but our free speech rights are sacrosanct and they yes. cannot be just um, basically violated. And it only goes one way. That's what was so funny. You know, yeah. You know. Yes, yeah. yesterday's different disinformation and conspiracy theory is today's convention of wisdom, right? Just look no further than COVID-19. That's and yet right. we have these, yeah. We have these, these, these. You know, tech heads in Silicon Valley deciding arbitrarily with no accountability and a completely unchecked power over the flow of what is truth and what is what should be suppressed. Uh, you know, in in the in the cause of stopping the spread of disinformation, you cannot have an operating republic, a free country in which unaccountable people like that have this much power over the flow and content of information. Uh, that, that's why that's why these stands need to be taken. We may get run over by taking yeah. this stand, but they're going to feel the bump.
1: So, so here's my question. Jim Lakely is joining us from the Heartland Institute. You and I are both free market guys, right? We we don't like big government getting involved in, in things like this, but tell me how this then can be, I'm going to say the word, can it be regulated? Do we simply take away the section 230 protections? What do we do? Well, that
0: that's this, You know, this is neither of us, Jeff, would ever wanted this to happen. You know, if we could, if we remember back to 2016, I know it was a very long time ago, but I think most of your listeners probably remember 2016. You know, the internet was—you we were were able to say what you wanted. Um, You know, we regulated ourselves. People that said stupid stuff didn't have a lot of followers, right? And then, you know, people who were worth following were followed. And but, you know, the principle of free speech was 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 a bedrock, really, of these social media companies. But again. When the bad orange man got elected instead of Hillary Clinton in 2016, there were actual meetings in these big tech companies saying, "We will, you know, how could we have let this happen, they said to themselves. And we must Gosh. never let this happen again. And they meant it. And that's what they've been doing for the last five years. And it has yeah. to stop. The market can't fix this. They're abusing the, uh, the exception in the law that they have by, by not being a, uh, a free platform, or I should say a platform for free speech. They're right. acting as publishers. And so they are, they're the ones actually violating the regulation or the law here, and they need to be held to account.
1: Absolutely. So, Jim, I want folks, number one, to read more about this. But more importantly, I want them to really be able to absorb the information from the, uh, from the Heartland Institute. And, and I tell you this every time you're on, I think the shop is just amazing. I think there's really cool stuff there. Uh, what's the best way for folks to, to, to get in contact with to experience the Heartland Institute?
0: You can just visit heartland.org. That's the portal to all the great stuff we do. And you can also, uh, you can actually email us as well at think at heartland.org.
1: Think. Huh. That's like one of those four-letter words that's spelled with five letters. Huh? That's interesting. <laughs> Jim, it is always a pleasure to have you here. I hope you'll, uh, you'll be available. We'll talk again soon. I'd
0: love to do that, Jeff. Thanks so much.